Welcome to the 4Ms with Molly, a podcast for the busy and working mom. I'm your host, Molly Lupo, nurse practitioner, lifestyle medicine and nutrition coach, and busy mom. The 4Ms is all about macros, mindset, meditation, and movement. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, um, happy March. Can you believe that it's already, um, I mean, for us in the Midwest, it feels like it has snowed every other week. So I'm super pumped and excited about the sunshine that's starting to peek through. I got out on a run this weekend, felt really good. Um, but today I thought I would bring you just a little bit Q&A, um, answer some questions that I get all of the time. Um, and so hopefully these um, little um, Q&A sessions help you. So um, one of the questions that I get is, um, what are some good smoothie recipes and my thoughts on if you can make it the night prior? So my favorite smoothie recipe in the world, um, I got from when I was still working at the medical center, we had this, um, cafe that had opened that was really focusing on more nutrient dense recipes. Um, and so they would have this acai berry bowl that was delicious. I would get it almost every morning. Um, but it's also super easy to make. So the recipe for this is you get acai berry puree packs. Um, fresh time used to have them. However, our fresh time in Omaha has closed. So I've found these at target and I've also found them at whole foods. Um, I usually buy a couple of the boxes because I use them frequently. And so it just saves a trip. Um, but they come in these little packs that are really great. You can keep them frozen. I just run a little bit of hot water over them when I'm ready to use them and you dump the pack into the blender. Um, so it's the acai berry pack, frozen strawberries, frozen blueberries, frozen raspberries. I like to get the triple berry blend from Costco cause it has like all those in it. Um, so that as well plus a banana, fresh or frozen. If you're going to freeze your bananas, try to do them, cut them up first and then put them in your um, Ziploc or if you use the Thrasher bags, um, that will help them blend a little bit more. And then a scoop of protein powder. Which protein powder you use is totally up to you. I have been using Quest has a um, flavorless protein powder. Um, that I've just been putting in. I think there's around 25 grams of protein for it, but it ensures kind of that you're getting that macro nutrient balance. And then about a half cup to a cup of either water or almond milk, or you could even do coconut water, which I've recently discovered um, and blend it all up. So that is my favorite smoothie recipe. I actually have a guest coming on soon from Vitality Bowls, um, who we talk all about smoothies and kind of structuring them. So be on the lookout for that. Um, and then another follow-up question is, can you make it the night before? So I have talked to a dietitian and the owner of Vitality Bowls and the dietitian, uh, recommended to make little smoothie packs. So if you are someone who's like in a hurry in the morning, or if you just want to have some of these ingredients on hand, you could easily put these into some Ziplocs, um, and just have the pack ready to go. Otherwise the owner from Vitality Bulls, Katie talked to us a little bit about how sometimes she will even just put all of the ingredients that she wants, um, in the fridge overnight. And then when she wakes up in the morning, all she has to do is add her liquid. Uh, one other thing here, you could do like a Greek yogurt, um, and a little bit of water. If you didn't want to do the milk, totally up to you.
Okay. The next question I get is, what do you do when you have hit a plateau? So plateaus happen, um, you know, pretty much when we are eating more than our body is expanding in energy. So there's a couple of different things you can do here. Um, You all know, if you've been listening to me for any sort of period of time, I am into having the least amount of calories cut so you can eat the most amount of food while still losing weight. However, if you are struggling, if you've hit this plateau, you want to make sure that one, you really are being honest with yourself. Like, are you tracking all the foods that you're eating to see that you are in a plateau? Um, Because if you're not, then it's just less data that we have to know if you're truly in that plateau. A true plateau, weight plateau is, you know, two to three weeks of tracking what you're eating and not seeing any results. Now there's some workarounds here. So you know I love the 10% cut. However, if you feel like the 10% cut is there and you're just and you do feel like you kind of end up going over um, your total calories in, you could always take that cut just a little bit higher, like 15, 20%. This isn't going to make you like super hungry, but it will give you a little bit of wiggle room for when your macros or your calories or whatever you're tracking is not right on. Um, So you might see results with that. However, if you do feel like you've been tracking for, you know, a couple of weeks, nothing has moved, the scale hasn't moved, your measurements haven't moved, your clothes fit haven't moved, then either redo your TDEE, which is, you know, your total daily energy expenditure, which you can just Google and find out. Um, That's everything that your body is um, taking in and burning. Um, So you could do that, find out what your um, numbers look like, and you could cut that another 10% from where you're at. Um, if you know where you're at and you've been tracking pretty diligently, just take where you're at and cut those 10% and see where you're at. See how that goes. Um, but the plateaus can be a struggle. They can be hard. So be kind to yourself. Um, do what you need to do. If you need to have a little bit bigger of a cut to give yourself wiggle wiggle room, do that. If you are tracking really diligently and you feel like it's right on, then take those overall calories and cut them um, 10% more, um, and see what you get from there. Um, another question that I got was, where do I even start with nutrition? There's so much information out there. Yes, I totally agree. Um, there is a lot of information out there, but one place I love to start, and I, um, saw this from another dietitian, um, E.C. Sinkowski, who is on Instagram at Optimize Me Nutrition. Um, but she has the lazy macro challenge, uh, or the 800 gram challenge. And if you want to, you can do the lazy macros. And her idea is all based upon a study that they did where they were looking at fruit and vegetable intake. And they found that people who were eating, you know, six to eight cups of fruits and vegetables a day had lower um, scores of things like chronic diseases, um, death from chronic diseases, all of those things. And I just can't emphasize this enough because a lot of us are trying to take, you know, these sort of shortcuts through either eating a fiber bar or a muffin instead of like a bowl of oatmeal or eggs with some, with a lot of vegetables. So her challenge was born out of this. Um, and her challenge is to eat 800 grams of fruits and vegetables a day 
or six to eight cups of fruits and vegetables a day if you don't have a scale. Um, And then setting your protein grams to match where you would put your protein grams if you were doing macros. So um, the general rule of thumb there is 0.7 grams to one gram per pound. Um, And so, but I think if you want to start with one thing and you want to start with a small consistent change that would actually matter, getting the fruits and vegetables in is going to be key. If you ever look at, there's pictures floating around on the internet where it shows how much fruits and vegetables take up space in your stomach compared to, um, oh, say like a muffin or a donut or whatever. The reason why they take up space is because they are nutrient dense, but they are high volume foods, meaning that they don't pack a ton of calories, but they help fill you up. They have tons of fiber. The fiber is so good for us. Um, so that's one place I would start. And if you want to add on, you could add in your protein grams um, to go with it. Um, and then the last question. So how do you use your setbacks as motivation? So we know we are not going to be perfect. We know that weight loss is not going to be linear. We know that it will go up and down. And so using those, um, times and when the scale isn't moving and when you do feel frustrated using them as motivation, I think is really powerful because what this does is it changes your thinking from, oh my gosh, this thing happened and now I can't change anything to what can I learn about this? And if you have been following me, you know, I'm always trying to figure out what can we learn from this? So, um, you know, if it's a weight loss plateau, what are your, what are you eating? Like, what does that look like? Like maybe track for a week or two. Um, and seeing like, where are your patterns at? If you struggle with like binge eating late at night, Like, why is that happening? Is it an emotional thing that's happening? Are you not eating enough during the beginning part of your day? And then you end up binging later. And then the cycle kind of keeps perpetuating itself. Um, Did you not get workouts in this week because, um, you know, you had too much going on? Like, go back and look at what is actually happening and see if you can see patterns. Because the moment you can identify a pattern, you can start to unravel it and see like what is causing this to happen. And then from there, you can make a new game plan. You can make a new action plan. And to me, that is the most empowering thing one can do. Because once you're back in that driver's seat, you get to decide what your results are. You get to decide what you're going to put in. You get to decide, um, you know, what that's going to mean to you. If your weight loss is plateauing, are you just going to keep eating the bag of chips? Or are you going to like figure out why the weight loss is plateauing? Um, and so forth. So um, anyways, I hope those were helpful. Um, feel free to send me more questions. You can email me at molly at mollylupo.com. Or you can find me on Instagram at unsinkablemollynp. Um, and shoot me your questions. But I'm going to be doing these Q&A sort of podcasts every once in a while. So yeah, I hope these have been helpful. Um, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the 4Ms with Molly. If you want to get in touch with me or have a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM on Instagram at unsinkablemollynp. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with someone you love and give us a five-star review on iTunes. Disclaimer, 
Any health-related information on this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional legal or medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified healthcare provider for any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or before embarking on any lifestyle, nutrition, or wellness program.